0: Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store.
1: Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest.
2: us episode 176 of our podcast it a long ride we're people
0: <laughs> Wait, are we, is that supposed to be the title of the podcast? Or, you say, or just no? I just clarifying said I that weird people. I
2: just said a title. We're I made people. it up. The real name of this podcast is best "People Are Best friends. friends" and everybody loves it. <laughs> just Best kidding. friends be people, and people be best friends, and that's the name of this podcast, mm-hmm. guys. I know the name of it.
0: It's called "Sashira and Nicole Love to Talk." You did. You're. All your first options for potential names for the show were that long. <laughs> they, they were like, Sashira and Nicole are best friends from outer space who do things together all the time. <laughs>
2: Honestly, I stand by it. I love a good chunky sentence. Yeah, but
0: it's not catchy. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm down for a colon. I always wanted a best friend's colon. Sheer, this is this is Sheer and Nicole story or
2: whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the real title I had—I don't know if we've said it yet—but the real title that I wanted was uh, Oprah and Gail. Yes. Wait, what was it? It was like Oprah and, and Gale: The down. Road to the Podcast, featuring <laughs> Nicole and Sashir, aka You Better Listen.
0: Everybody loves it. The Road to the Podcast is very <laughs> funny. <laughs> like our journey to make a podcast, uh-huh, but it's like it's this, just the this podcast. Is it. This
2: is it. We we made
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Just us documenting us doing it.
2: I haven't. Okay, let's get started. Broom, <laughs> vroom. I haven't seen you in um a uh, two probably weeks? like a month and a half, six months. Yes, yeah, a six year months. Yeah, a full year. It's been a really long time. Because I was out of town, and then you went out of town as soon as I got back in town. I went out of town the day you came back in town, meaning we were two ships sailing past each other in the night, but it's 2019, so it was two planes. Two planes passing the sky. Two Delta planes, (laughs) unless you were on a different airline. No, it was Delta, I swear. Okay, good. I love Delta. Yeah. I mean, I found shit in my blanket, but honestly,
0: it's the only thing that's disappointed me. I mean, that's... A testament to how good they are that you keep coming back, even though you literally <laughs> uh-huh. were shit on. I was. Uh, but
2: the seats are good. The seats are good. Uh, the food is good. Food is good. On the way to the East Coast, you get John and Vinny's, which is a delicious restaurant on Fairfax. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. They do not sponsor this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we are plugging the hell out of Delta tonight. (laughs) John and Vinny's Delta, they do not sponsor this podcast, but you better buy a ticket and get to Fairfax. (laughs) Get some John and Vinny's right before you get on the plane. Right before you get on the plane, and then you can have John and Vinny's on the plane. It's called double dipping in John and Vinny's. (laughs) Get that double dip of J&V. Yes, yes, yes. That sounded nasty. Um, where were you? What were you doing? I was in New York. Mmm.
0: Concrete jungle. Where dreams are made of, yes. And then I went to. Oh dear. Mm. Uh, I was in Austin, Texas. Yes. The big state. The big <laughs> state. I couldn't the big remember state. What it's of called. Austin, Texas. What's it called? Oh, the Lone Star State. Yeah. Mm-hmm uh and then Austin is where they keep it weird Mhm- and then i went to did i go i went to New York twice
2: wow and i don't I can't remember why oh, they couldn't like put the things together I mean that's production sometimes it's really. Wild. What, what, what is <laughs> all the
0: That's <laughs> called a cinematic boom. That was a cinematic boom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One was for, I did Finding Your Roots, that uh, PBS Henry Louis Gates show. Oh, what did you find out? Lots you, of slavery. Oh, so much slavery. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. But, yes.
2: Well, you are black and in America. Yeah, so, so. it's a good guess that there's going
0: to be a lot of slavery in my history. Yeah,
2: how much? Like six slaves? <sighs> <laughs> like there like there was only six
0: slaves? Yeah, what six? Six? Twenty-seven? I think And you know Thirty seven slaves. They didn't, they didn't put a number no? to it. Oh they just said that y'all were a bunch of slaves? <laughs> the cow were like a bunch, yeah, a bunch oh, of okay. slaves. A gaggle of slaves? A gaggle, yeah. They uh they showed me a uh, a plantation house, like the, an actual picture. That your people lived in? Yeah. Whoa. It was pretty wild. Oh. Was it big, small, who's to say? Actually, I know I couldn't really tell the scale, mm. and they're like, "How do you feel?" And I was like, uh, "Shitty, really? this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this really sucks. I don't know." They want you to like be emotional, and mm-hmm. uh, which I was, but I it was all coming, it was all new, and I also didn't think about how I would feel about this stuff. Like, I oh. I knew I would learn new information about my history, mm-hmm. but I had no idea how that would make me feel. If that makes sense. How did it make you feel? It made me feel good. Because it... Good that you came from slaves? (laughs) (laughs) No, it just made me feel good because, like, I honestly never thought any of this stuff could be found. I honestly, I just never thought that I would know any of this history and that we would go so far back. Like, We we went to, like, my grandma's grandparents. Oh, shit. Which is really far for black people. Yeah, because grandma,
2: what, grandma's 70? And then grandma's grandma would be 70. That's... A hundred and forty years back that you guys went right is At that least, math?
0: That's yeah, kind of. It was like a couple hundred years back, yeah. Yeah, wild. Um, and yeah, it's cool to think like that. My people had some ownership of of this country. Like we, like we have roots in. Uh, Virginia that go back 200 years mm-hmm. I just thought we were like scattered about you know like that oh. we were like some people here some people here mm-hmm. and then people moved and got shuffled around but it was like oh no we had like families who stayed in this place for a long time yes
2: you were not separated by the horrors of slavery <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> the family stayed together on the plantation <laughs> I bet they never thought uh, that you finding out your roots would be this fun. (laughs)
0: Wait, that's the door slamming on those people wanting you to cry. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it did feel good. It felt like some blanks were being filled in. It was Mm -hmm. awesome.
2: That's fun. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't think I. I can do it because you had to spit in a cup, right? Or like get your yes, mouth swabbed. I, I won't. I won't give them my DNA. I mean, yeah. They're collecting it for something. I do you feel foolish for doing that? Don't know what though.
0: Clones? Maybe. Maybe. Unless it's like. Well, yeah. I don't know. Part. It, I was supposed to be like. Maybe it's for like medical purposes. Like mm-hmm. I need a. Important organ, a heart. or something. Oh, I'm so sorry. The medical industry is not
2: nice. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, oh, we have your swab. Do you need a good heart? We made it. Right. They'll be like, we have your swab. Here's a heart. It's seven billion dollars, and your firstborn basically die. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you know what time you were born? I d-
0: oh, I think it was like eight in the morning on a wow. Tuesday. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah. I don't know what day I was born, except for the date. Mm-hmm. I guess I could like look at a calendar and figure it out. You could. No idea what time I was born. Okay. Um, I know that like my dad's side of the family is from Barbados. My mom's side, they, you know, took a cruise to Mississippi, and I'm sure they were slaves,
0: Mm-hmm. unless they weren't. I mean, I'd love that story. If they chose to
2: come here, if they really were like, were let's like, take a journey. <laughs> let's see what's going on. Everyone else is going. They were like, so, like, all of our friends left. Uh, the Smiths down the street, they left. So, like, maybe we should, like, go with them. And then they got here and they were like, you know what? Not great. But we're going to stay. I'll stay. I'll stick it
0: out. See what, <laughs> see where this goes. See what <laughs> happens. Uh, that's fun and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I... You know, I wish there was a way to do it without having to do that spit spit mm-hmm. thing, but, you know, whatever. Everyone, The government has all my information already. Yeah.
2: Also, I get afraid that, like, maybe they're just making it up. Like, how do you know that that's real? Damn, that sucks. How do you know they didn't just, like, fabricate your life's history, and then you're just, like, going around telling people, and it's all
0: a lie? That would be really sad. Right?
2: Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, you're right. I don't know. They didn't hand me any of the documents. They just—they didn't give you nothing to keep. They are going to. They had to like, I don't know. Shoot they have close-ups. To type of it. it up. Type up no. their ideas. They showed me pictures of articles that honestly could have been articles. Yeah, because they would be like, "What would, you came from a prominent slave family that actu- made the papers?" Act- I what? did. I did. I actually did. What do you mean? So the only way they could like find. Records of your family is through, like, birth certificates, anything that's legal record, Uh uh, marriage certificates, annulments, and then, like, the paper. And my family's in the paper a bunch. Oh, my God. For what? I can't say it because I don't want to spoil it. Oh, man. But it's some really cool shit. Wait. Say it off the mic.
2: Tell me. I'll tell you after. Will you remember? I I will remember. You
0: know I won't. I know. (laughs)
2: I doubt my family made the paper at all. Yeah, Actually, maybe. they probably did. I'm sure I came from, like, a line of, like, overachievers. I mean, my sister is one. Yeah. I'm lazy. I am constantly thinking... That I would be just thrown away as a slave. They'd be like, (laughs) thrown away. Yeah, they'd be like, we can't even sell this. Nobody wants it. They'd bring it right back and ask for a refund. (laughs) But then I was like, oh, maybe they'd let me in the house because I'm big and I can nurse some babies or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So maybe, but then I can't cook. So like, I'm useless. I nurse the babies
0: and then they're like, all right. So she's like a milk jug with (laughs) no other talents. But you'd probably like, um, keep the wife happy. Like, Like, she'd probably be like, she's funny. She's my funny friend. <laughs> she's my funny slave.
2: <laughs> and then I get too familiar and then get beat. they're like, you're not my friend. Yeah, yeah. You're like, like, well, you, what about yesterday? You like touch her arm. I'm like, yeah, girl. And she's like, get out of my house. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, boy. It'd be a real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this
0: bad? Two black women just giggling about slavery on a Monday slavery? afternoon. <laughs> We should talk about it. People like to ignore it as if it didn't happen. As if it didn't happen, like, not that long long ago. ago.
2: It's great. Like, my aunts remember, uh, I almost just called it separation. Segregation. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the separation times. Uh The blacks had to go in the back. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Which is so ironic that, like, we had to sit at the back of the bus, and then in school it was cool. Like, everything about being black is cool.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: It's wild. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so here's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, what were you? So my plane landed in JFK, or not in, at. Oh, I hope, (laughs) yeah. I hope it made it to JFK. Then I did a show in Brooklyn. Then I rented a Jeep, took the top off, drove to Philly. Whew, I'll never go back to Philly again. What a wild place. Everybody was out of their minds. Every single person we interacted with was crazy. Did a show at Drexel University, Um, had a great time, drove the Jeep back, had some drinks, had a slumby, then I went to a brunch, and then I got into a lift where the man talked to me too much, so I said, I'm sleeping, and then he dropped me back off at JFK, got on the plane, landed yesterday, here I am, and then today I woke up at 7 in the morning, had to drive all the way to Santa Monica, all the traffic, and then I had to do a voiceover for something I signed an NDA for, <laughs>
0: Wow, so exclusive. You'll never know
2: what it is. <laughs> I mean, one day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, because did day. multiple episodes, so I think it's going to air. Yay, great. Oh, thank you.
0: Thank that, you. Man, you
2: busy. I am. I'm
0: busy. I am nonstop. I am go, go, go. I sent – I'm pretty sure I sent it to you, but some people said they couldn't see it. So I sent the same thing, thing on Instagram that I saw where I guess there's a new scam where some people who – are claiming to be Uber drivers or Lyft drivers mm-hmm. can just pick up, they can like pick up the the request from someone else's phone. <gasps> no way! And, so, and they're like, "Hi, I'm your ride," and you're and if you don't check to see if that's the matching car, it could be a completely different car. And I. Sometimes I may I mostly check the license plate. Yes, um, but you don't know makes and models. I don't. I do. Um, I'll never be murdered. <laughs> yeah, you really won't. <laughs> but this person was like recounting their experience where someone she was getting picked up from the airport. Mm-hmm. This guy was like, "Are you Megan or whatever?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she almost got in the car and she was like, "Wait, I don't think this is the right car." And this got here really quickly. And then she was like, "Wait, is this the car?" And he goes, "Oh, the actual car is in the parking lot. I'm just driving this one over there." And she's like. Wait, why do you have two no. cars? And then he's like, "Never mind, I'll just cancel it." And so he cancels it, and then she got a different co- get di- different ride. And that driver explained how there's a new scam Whoa. where people are just like picking up strangers, like. And I don't know what they would do. I mean, wait, I, are they getting the money? I don't. I don't know if that's the goal. I don't know. I I just assumed she was getting kidnapped.
2: Hmm. Huh. Again. Fully not worried about getting kidnapped. Somebody would drop me off. (laughs) They'd be like, ma'am, you talk too much. You are simply too much. (laughs) Also, you're very loud. We're in a closed space. And I'd be like, (laughs) where are we going?
3: Where are you taking me?
2: (laughs) My mother used to say that to me all the time. She would keep my sister close because whoever kidnapped her would keep her. They'd be like, she's quiet. She's respectful. She's helpful. (laughs) But me, they'd bring me right back, and my mother would remind me all the time.
0: (laughs) Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, Beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love.
1: Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A.
2: Okay, this segment is called Besting Each Other. Right now, Sashir's at an audition, so I'm flying solo for a hot second. And our guest, you know her from Happy Endings, Mrs. Fletcher, Always Be My Baby, Black Monday Family Guy, Champagne Ill, Heathers, Atypical American Dad, Ooh, so many things! It's Casey Wilson! What an (laughs) intro! I'm going to raise my energy level. You don't have to. I have energy for for days. It's exhausting. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. I'm happy in. I have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have a friend. At the end of the day it is. Yeah. Some people will tweet us that they wish they had a best friend well, and that makes me sad.
3: Too, They'll find someone.
2: Well your best friend is June, Diane,
3: Raphael. 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 <gasps> I've been saying it wrong for years. Look, you know, that's something I know about my best friend. You <laughs> how know, to shows how close her we are. Name. Yeah, Raphael. Oh, uh, Raphael. It's not intuitive because it's of course spelled It's spelled Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, and or I Raphael. am Wilson. Wilson? Yeah. Casey Wilson. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, Casey, where did you two meet? We met in a clown class at Wait, NYU. Wait, really? Yes. But like uh, you know, like old timey clowning, mm-hmm. like with red noses and weird costumes at NYU, a sophomore year. What is a clown class? It's so entailed? strange. It's like you can't talk. It's not like birthday party clowns. Like you mm-hmm. have to get in this thing called the ring of fire where like you can't get out for three <laughs> hours unless the whole <laughs> class laughs and you just like want to jump out a building. Whoa. Yeah. So they make you so the class stands around you. They are the ring of fire. They are the ring of fire. And if anyone tries a fake laugh to be friendly, the teacher is like, no. <gasps> so we met there. My God. My God. Do you remember the longest you were in the Ring of Fire? You know, I will say June and I weren't in there as long as others, but a a poor friend was Mm. in there for honestly, it felt like three hours. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's tough. tough. I know. It's tough to get a belly laugh from every single person. But NYU, this is Tish. Yeah. Prestigious. So it's hard. you know, they know what to do to humiliate everyone (laughs) and leave you dignity less. I love it. What is your favorite memory from traveling together? Okay. So at my my bachelorette party in Palm Springs, all the girls had gone out the first night and June organized a party and Mm -hmm. everyone like looked cute. You know, we went to Mexican and dancing and the next night was another dinner. And the morning of we're all in the pool or like afternoon and June clinks a glass. Mm -hmm. Now these are friends from home, you know, like they don't all know her. Mm -hmm. And like 13 girls And June's like, guys, I I need to address everyone, which is strange Uh to begin with. And she's like, I have to say I wasn't loving the way everyone presented (laughs) themselves (laughs) last night. And I'm like, my heart is just stopping. And she's like, I didn't feel the energy fields were as high as they could be, nor The you know basically like no one brought it she's like i'm asking for something different tonight i want you to rummage through bags if you have to borrow things if you have to go Mm -hmm. to the gift shop just let's try a bit harder tonight and everybody's like people keep thinking my friend from home was like a teacher was like is she joking and she wasn't and but let me tell you Mm -hmm. did people bring it that night and did we ultimately have a better time yeah but it was a shock I honestly love that. I mean, it's bold. It's bold. It is, because
2: it is... I think it's hard for your friends from home... Who meet a friend from where you live now, L.A., yes. who's in the industry. I think it might be like a little intimidating. And but then also, for that person to say, like, I don't like what you were wearing. <laughs> but also, I love it because it's like, yeah, it's your bachelorette. Everyone should be bringing their A game. Right.
3: And you know? she felt they weren't. And when I tried to sneak up to her because I'm such a people pleaser and she's much more like boundaries mm-hmm. and will just say. I was like, you know, one girl kind of feels like she only brought cover ups. And June goes, who? <sighs> like, bring her to me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, quite a moment. I love that. What is your favorite thing about June? I think my favorite thing about June is she is so kind of forthright, and she's such a confident, strong person, truly, but is also so much fun. You know, mm-hmm. she's not like... She will tell you what she's thinking. Like, her, the opening line that she will always say to people is, I gotta say. And you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> but... She has like such a strong sense of boundaries and she's the most loyal friend a person could possibly have. If she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it Mm -hmm. in a way that I do feel her like moral compass and center is so in in the right place in the way I don't think everyone is ultimately. And Mm -hmm. she's just the funniest person and the most compassionate person. That's many favorite things.
2: I like that. Yeah. I like you talking about a moral compass because I feel like sometimes you're friends with a friend and you're like, I don't know
3: if they're good in their Or what's their intention? Yes. Yes. And you're like, I like having margaritas with you, but mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to tell you about like the addiction that runs through my family. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) I think that's perfect margarita conversation. I mean, the twain meet For Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure. What is... June's favorite thing
3: about you? Oh gosh, I don't know. I think she thinks I'm fun, probably, I would hope, and that I'm empathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a hard time ascribing myself compliments because I'm such a great person and I'm so <laughs> humble. I think we've just been kicking around together. We have the same sense of humor, mm-hmm. and it's such a special thing to have been friends for so long and go through so much of your life together since we were 17, and we're oh, only so about 19 now. So it's crazy. It's London. <laughs> it years. is
2: very crazy yeah. that two years feels like such a it long just does. time. Yeah. So you met uh, your freshman year of NYU, sophomore, sophomore yes. year. Okay. Cool. How dare you? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. Um, oh, Kimmy uh, on the keys had to go back to
3: type. Okay. What is something that you do that drives June crazy? I have no grasp on technology. Um, I think she's annoyed when I'm late or, like, I fuck up, you know, times and dates mm-hmm. and conference calls and phone. Just anything tech-wise is not mm-hmm. great. I think she... More like from a – I think she rolls her eyes when when she sees me, like, try to befriend <laughs> toxic people. Drives mm. her crazy. She's like, why do you go in when people are crazy? Like, that I'm such a people pleaser, I think, bugs her.
2: I also have a little bit of that issue where I'm like, but that person I had a really great time with – They did, you know, say a mean thing or two to me. (laughs) That I can't shake. Uh, And maybe I got to hang out with them one more time to
3: find out if they're actually this mean. Yes. (laughs) And maybe one more time. Uh huh. (laughs) And I'm definitely spending time in therapy talking about someone I barely know because they made me feel bad. But it's just, yeah, not great. Mm -hmm. We're doing our best. And when you say you're not good with technology, what does that entail? Well, for instance, and I'm sure the younger listeners can relate. Today, Hmm. June was like, I said my phone broke. So I can't text anyone. And she Mm -hmm. said, why aren't you texting on your computer? And I said, I didn't know we could. Oh. So that was hard. That was like a hard moment for us
2: today. Oh, I see. I just found out you could text on the computer. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: Apparently people seem to know it. I mean, I'm getting a laugh from the producer like, (laughs) what the fuck?
2: Well, it's hard. When your phone isn't working, you're like,
3: well – that's it. I can't speak to the outside world. We're done. Right. I was like, and I'm done with myself even because I'm so mm-hmm. powered. Like the phone is powered down and so am I suddenly. Mm-hmm.
2: But I also think that's nice to just. It was nice.
3: Power down. It was. Disconnect. Just. It had to be forced upon me, but it was nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, okay. Ooh, ooh, we're flying through these. Which one of you would do better on Survivor? June. Really? I would
3: be dead in four minutes. <laughs> and truly dead, not like kicked off.
2: Oh, you would I pass would be right away? Yes.
3: You'd yes. be the first contestant they said, oh, no. Yeah, like I'm legally, bl- legally blind. I got um, an epidural when I was zero centi- centimeters dilated, like mm-hmm. not in labor. And Cedar <laughs> sign. I had never seen that before. <laughs> and I just don't, I'm not cut out for that kind of thing. You're not wearing glasses, but you say you're legally blind. I've got a, quite, a, quite a contact in there. Okay. I'm not even eligible to do, like, uh, LASIK, LASIK, but I could do cataract surgery. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just am not going to go the distance there Fair. without my comforts.
2: Do you have astigmatism as well? No, but I'm a negative 11. <gasps> wow. But what are you? I'm negative 4 in one eye and negative 3 in the other.
3: Hmm. I've never nice. even
2: heard of negative yeah, You've never
3: heard of those numbers no. spoken aloud. That's wild. Yeah, they go to a special shelf for me. How did you find out that you? Well, obviously you couldn't see, but it just kept like going down, down, down every year. But luckily, they've used a word that I'm proud to hear at the last two appointments, which is that I've stabilized. Does oh, that means it's not getting any worse for now. For but we're now. on borrowed time. I don't know what's happened since I've been there. Does that run in your family? Yeah, my mom had, like, yeah, a little, but it's not amazing. I- I'm, like, so terrified that a natural disaster will leave me, like, using Coke bottles mm-hmm. or, like, mm. you know, like, <laughs> taking a side mirror on someone's car and mm-hmm. fashioning it. Like, I'll be dead. It- it'll just be like, save yourselves. I feel like you should believe in yourself just Thank a little you. bit more. You know what I did put in all my earthquake kits is a ton of candy okay. and cigarettes, and I haven't smoked since 9-11, actually. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, this will be end of days. Yeah, so why not? I smoke want comforts, some and I want some comforts of Starburst.
2: Did you quit smoking because of nine eleven?
3: Yeah, or did like nine kind eleven of- <laughs> happened because you quit smoking. <laughs> you know, that's a less popular conspiracy theory, but I've been trying to tell everyone. Um, you no, know, after nine eleven, I just was like, you know how we are. I smoked so many cigarettes that day, mm-hmm. and when I heard about what had happened the morning, I was in New York. I had a strange reaction where I literally got my glasses on, marched Mm -hmm. to the convenience store, and bought arms full of donuts. Oh. Because I was like, this is it. Like, we're going down. Mm -hmm. And it it seems like – I mean, I do struggle with food issues. But I was like – I and and other people are just, like, connecting with each other on the streets, Mm -hmm. and I'm just eating my donuts. Like, well, it was a good run. And at least now I know, you know, that's my choice right now. Mm,
2: I see. I see. Can I go back to the traveling question? Yes. So you mentioned your bachelorette party. Do you have any other times that you guys have traveled together?
3: Many. So we went on a road trip once to perform in South Carolina and Mm -hmm. June was always trying to save us a dollar, which I do appreciate because we had no money. But she would have us fly into cities, then rent a car, like fly past the city Uh we were going to, rent a car to come back, and then like have to go back and drop that car – and then I was, we were in such a bad fight. I don't even remember what was happening. And we're like, let's just put on some CDs. But she also gets annoyed all my CDs were skipped. <laughs> like, you know, they were all like scratched. They're so all scratched, scratched yeah. So we, we spent so much time in the car that we were listening to this musical theater because we're dorks. And we just memorized all the skips. Mm. Just, we knew when to, <laughs> you know, and then, and then, and then, and then. And we just learned it together. So that was fun. I have a bonus question
2: that's not on the sheet. Um do you guys, have you ever exchanged presents?
3: Yes, many, many, many. Um, what is the best present June has gotten for you? Oh, wow. The best present was, it's not that interesting, though. Well, we got each other, I believe, astrological readings, and we did astrological counseling together mm-hmm. as a writing partnership.
2: I don't know what this entails.
3: Yeah. Please. Look, you guys are going to be doing this soon. Okay. Um. We went to our astrologist, and she did a counseling session with us based on the stars. Oh. And, you know, we are the opposite sign. So I'm Scorpio, Capricorn rising, June's Capricorn, Scorpio rising. So Mm -hmm. she's like, you two are always, like, the opposite forces from each other. And, uh, you know, Scorpio's, like, crazy. I know I sound insane, and that's fine. (laughs) Scorpio's a pretty crazy sign, and then Capricorn's very stabilizing. And she was like, in seven years, you guys are going to flip. And I was like, this is craziness. And we flipped. Wow. We are. I wonder if that's. Um, and June said, "I'm sorry, sorry to cut you oh off, no, June, but when we left, June's like, I feel I really have a lot more compassion towards you when I see your life through the stars."
2: Oh, oh see, that's so sweet, isn't that beautiful. I love that. Yeah, we got to take
3: a look at things from different angles. Mm-hmm. Did that session help your writing process? I think it did because, you know, when you're writing with someone creatively, it is a marriage. Yes. And because we met so young, I mean, our friendship in many ways is more complex and deep than a marriage, Mm -hmm. as much as I obviously love my husband, but it's different. We write together. We work together. Mm -hmm. Our moms passed around the same time, like, unexpectedly. We both have two sons. There's been a kind of eerie overlap Mm -hmm. with our friendship that it's intense, but wonderful.
2: I like that. I do think of my friendship with Sashir as a little bit of, or it's the closest thing I've ever had to having a boyfriend or a marriage or anything like yeah. that. Because she's someone I care about so much that, like, if we are disagreeing about something, I'm like, oh, I have to stop, step back, see maybe what she's seeing, but then also just ask her, like, are what, what's happening? What's going on? Are we okay? Yeah.
3: Because it's too important to mm-hmm. kind of let it fray over something. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, so what is so, oh, let's see what did I ask? what's the best present you're June's okay, so what's the best present you've gotten for June
3: myself probably a, a <laughs> blessing just blessings and tidings in her life. Um, oh, I got it. This is the best, actually, okay. so June was eight months pregnant with her second baby, so I threw a little sprinkle, just like a little you know those it was like a ten a m on a Saturday, a little mm-hmm. breakfast with eight friends, and then I said to her, listen. We need to go back to your sister's because there's a very meaningful, something meaningful is happening. Mm-hmm. And this is really bad, but I did kind of tee it up as though like I'd made a family slideshow for her, like there was gonna be tears and mm-hmm. like, you know, roped in family members and done all that. So we get to her sister's house, and there's only like seven of us there in a very small room, and I, uh, a male stripper arrived. <sighs> And he got (laughs) down on June, eight months pregnant in a way that it really took everyone's breath away. Uh It was a Sunday (laughs) in the stark light, you know, and Mm -hmm. then he had to, of course, like, get his clothes together. Mm -hmm. He didn't bring music. It was just. Oh, no. It was a great gift, you know.
2: That's honestly very funny. Yeah. I love that so much. Just like. A nice Sunday afternoon,
3: daytime male stripper. When you are, uh, you know, about to give birth. But also, while that he didn't bring music. That was, that was a problem. And, and I assumed he would, so I didn't have anything teed yeah. up. And of course he would. He brought a pizza, which I had requested. <laughs> but. <laughs> I once
2: had a male stripper come to my friend's bachelorette, and he brought an empty pizza box.
3: Okay, because mm-hmm. he, you know, these okay. are props. I guess he got hungry. He, got- oh no! I see what uh, you're saying. Who knows? Look, they- they're people too. They are people, and they're too. fallible, and. Mm-hmm. Last thing, actually, June for my bachelor and I hate to keep going back to that, but one time when we were like really, really, really stoned at like Coachella or something dumb, we were sitting staring at this like light fixture. And I just said to her out of after a lot of silence, June, I want to marry a businessman. <laughs> and so years later, I mean, I did. I sort of did not really marry a businessman, but the stripper, she's like, we've got a businessman here. And she had told him to dress in a suit, which you would think isn't mm-hmm. like that hard to wrestle up. Mm-hmm. But in fact, he was in fatigues. Oh, Hi! This so
2: is back from her audition.
3: I have to say, I love this audition look. <laughs> oh,
0: thank
3: you. You look beautiful. Thanks.
0: You Hi. do look great. How are, you? How are you? Hi. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to be young. So. Look.
2: That's ah, so that's why you're wearing colors.
0: Yeah, I usually wear earth tones. We'll not want right here. Yeah, your overalls. You, you, could be. You could have been in that audition room, honestly. <laughs> and why wasn't I? Oh no! uh Oh
2: no! Uh-oh. Uh, I get all angry. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta drive back and ask why Casey wasn't there. It would take me so long. Okay. Um. Our last question is, uh, what do you hope you're both doing in twenty years?
3: Oh wow. I mean, I hope we're, you know, we still have lovers and I think I hope our friendship, not to be cheesy, but I I felt it's gotten stronger and we've always lived about 3 blocks from each other for like 17 years Whoa. and I hope we're watching our kids, you know, grow and and still in each other's lives in the, the most
0: meaningful way that we are now. I'm a great, great I'm a know, great person. Oh. I've mentioned like <laughs> like planned communities before. Yeah. And it scares Nicole, but I like the idea of having people you love Why growing together yes. and like raising
3: kids together. I, think that's I 100% great. agree. And that is so missing like from our culture. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It is interesting that we don't choose to live near friends and help them raise children. Yeah. But I just don't know what my place would be in this society as a woman without a partner and no children. Would I be watching the babes? Would I be taking
3: children for walks? Right. <laughs> I, I know children. you'd find your way, but I hear you. <laughs>
4: Thank I you.
3: hear you. I hear you. Well, well that's okay. it. Okay. You're gonna bring Miss June in.
4: Yes. yes. Okay. We're gonna ask her. She's like day I hate
3: questions. Bye
0: guys.
1: Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA, a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents, Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Mc Crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
2: thank y'all okay <laughs> the second part of best in it wait best damn <laughs> best, besting each other besting each other yes <laughs> i truly can't remember the segment we created Is this
0: test? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: we're gonna be grading you uh but we just spoke to casey wilson and now we're speaking to her oh wait I didn't have an intro for you. you sl- you're on Grace and Frankie. You host a podcast called How Did This Get Made? It's June, Diane, Raphael. I said it correctly. I've been saying Raphael oh. incorrectly. Okay. And then Casey corrected me. Uh, again, me telling you a problem that
4: you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would not have known about. <laughs> yeah. Here I was thinking everything was fine. No, but I mispronounced <laughs> your name don't earlier. oh do my name. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. No, I oh, have boy. accepted – at this point, I accept – I actually really do accept both pronunciations. Mm-hmm. And I think people feel so badly when it's not um, pronounced how it is, it is supposed to be mm-hmm, pronounced. Mm-hmm. But I don't – I genuinely don't care. Ah. You know? And yeah. I – I don't know. I've had people say, and I think it's true that it's important to struggle through a name and to mm-hmm. not make a name easier for people. But at the same time, I'm like, I like the, I like Raphael. I've heard it my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I truly have no did negative your, feelings attached
0: to it being pronounced that way. Did your parents like make a thing of like you have to have your not at all. people, your peers call you the right name? Not at all. Yeah.
4: So I just don't. I've yeah. I don't have any. Yeah feelings about it okay but i said i know other people do when they're <laughs> like i've been pronouncing it wrong i'm like it's really okay
2: yeah yeah i had trouble with her name for a while because i saved it in my phone incorrectly <laughs>
0: i think it was oh, s I, mean. I and i was like sis 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 no that can't be it i had it teacher called me Shazir. like he was i think he was dyslexic he brought the z in from the like there's no z in my first name uh and my mom would like every parent-teacher meeting, just correct all the teachers and be like, "It's a <laughs> she." So sure. And then later in life, she wanted to change my name and like was like, well, "What if we change the spelling so it's easier for people?" And I was like, "You were the one who taught me to, <laughs> to take pride in my name and defend it till I die." And now she's like, "What if we put a dash in there?" <laughs> I love
4: well, your mom. Well, when I when my mom passed away, I end up I started using my middle name, which is Diane. Which I never really used before mm-hmm, yeah. Which is her, which was her name oh. So that I really That's important to yeah. me mm-hmm. You know because that feels like Such a nice way to honor her But I don't um, I don't care about, I don't have any feelings About my last name
2: That's so, a very sweet way To honor her Thank yeah. you I really love that That's really nice Yeah. I guess I gotta get My mom's mill name going <laughs> Nicole, Lily, <laughs> well, Byer. Doesn't really flow. Fuck you, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. <laughs> okay. So how did you meet Casey?
4: So I I know what she said because we've said it before together, but the truth is Casey and I were in the same acting studio at NYU and before our, our studio started, The studio – the old studio system at New York University was set up so that you were in class with 20 people. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was another class of 20 people within one studio. Mm -hmm. And when we started off as freshmen at 18 years old, Casey was in the other class. And so we just circled each other for Mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. And I I remember she was in a sorority, which at NYU was – not what you do. (laughs) (laughs) If you went to acting school, it was like, not what you do. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh no, that's such a, that's so sad. Like what happened? (laughs) 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 You know, and um, I remember thinking she was way too much for me. I had Mm -hmm. a really hard time my freshman year. I was very scared and overwhelmed and she was like, getting people together for drinks every night. And (laughs) And was organizing events, and I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm frightened. Like I remember getting <laughs> I remember getting little pamphlets in our dorm room about like spring break and Acapulco, mm-hmm. and like seeing like teenage. All white teenage kids mm-hmm. and like flames behind them <laughs> and like, <laughs> colorful drinks and stuff and it, it terrifying <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> terrifying <laughs> and that was sort of not that she was that but at that time and she had much more energy mm-hmm. just in a baseline mm-hmm. um, and spirit. And I was, like, not someone who had spirit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, or was willing to rally around, like, we're in this together. I was just uh, scared and really lonely. Mm -hmm. And so my first reaction to her was – fear that she might rest her eyes on me and I would have to <laughs> I would also have to engage on that level like meet her at the energy level she was at which was like we're we're the whole the whole cast of this show is going out tonight and I was like <laughs> no <laughs> but but when we did connect which was in a clown class <laughs> and her light really shone on me and she reached out to me I was like, oh, now I understand what this warmth and in- inclusive, like, come into my circle. You're okay now. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. I know. I'll cry. I will cry. Like, <laughs> um, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but just that that spirit of, like, come be a part of this was not was so um inclusive and so mm-hmm. just wanting people to feel great and that we were going to be okay together um and that we should have fun and i so i realized i had completely misjudged it and projected all of mm-hmm. my own fears on her damn that's beautiful yeah it's so <laughs> oh, beautiful cuz i
2: feel like a lot of women grow up with the notion that there's only one woman who can yeah. rise above everything so when a woman is nice to you after you've been inundated with all of those ideologies you're like well th- nothing good can come yes. of this mm-hmm. why is she so cool and nice mm-hmm. i mean when i met you i very much was like she's too cool she's not going to want to be my friend and i'm going to i'm going to do it i think i'm going to think i'm going to make her my friend <laughs> it was a very conscious thing i was like she's cool she's cool <laughs> She doesn't talk much. She's cool.
0: <laughs> well, that's how I felt too, because you talk a lot, and I was like, "I'll never." I felt like you. I felt I was like, "I'm not gonna match this energy at right. all." There's no space for me. Here. Yes, yeah, but
4: there is. There I is. totally and and it was such. I'm so glad that I didn't shut her down mm-hmm. and that I um, allowed myself to to be included in her life mm-hmm. because. Once you are, and that's the other thing I realized, like, she would never let you go, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah.
0: Do you know how how long do you think it took for, it, for you two to, like, click in a way where you're like, oh, like, we have a, a kinship or, like, past, like, oh, we're just classmates and, like.
4: So the thing we bonded over immediately in that class was – we had a teacher who, and when I say clowning, I mean like old school, we're putting on red noses. Oh, we're not speaking, there's nothing verbal. We are doing full physical comedy. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. were in a class where the, every student had to sit, including the teacher, and you had to get up and make, as your clown, and make everyone laugh simultaneously, um, including the teacher. Whoa. And you Dang. could not sit back down. Until that Ooh. happened, oh boy, it's a lot of pressure. It was, <laughs> it was really a lot, mm-hmm. and I would, I was up at night, just like, and I would try to plan things, but of course, mm-hmm. you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, your, clown, I'm gonna, really going to go into this, but your clown was really like the essence of you, or mm-hmm. what was most raw about you, and her clown was really angry, mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. clown was really shy. And, I mean, there were kids there, – there were students in the class who were up there for 45 minutes, full body sweats, Ugh. just like in puddles. Uh-huh. And we would all try to laugh because – but the teacher knew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what was and was not authentic. And so um, – but the thing about this teacher was that she – we both felt was – kinder to the boys in the class oh of course of course of course and we felt like she got them out of the ring of fire quicker Mm -hmm. and like we felt she was much harder on us and and didn't think or didn't um invest in the women
0: Mm -hmm. well women aren't funny we all all know know that that,
4: but it's important to keep (laughs) on saying it It really is because i worry people (laughs) for (laughs) that so we connected over that, really, which was, like, we both loved doing comedy. We both loved the class, mm-hmm. and the we thought the work was – it's still, to this day, some of the best work I've seen was in that class. Yeah. So it's still – I think it informed so much of what we ended up both doing and being drawn to, but it was also a source of, like, there's, like, active discrimination going on mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and we brought it to the school, and sort of – so our first experience together was really uniting over – Questioning this institutional mm-hmm. power in this this the space we were in. Um, wow, that's amazing that you brought it up. Yeah, truly. Was anything done about it? No. Mm. Um, I don't think so. God, I don't think so. I
2: will say this: it does suck, but I do think that teacher was preparing you for the reality of being an actor. Because you just have to be funnier than men sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you go in, I've gone in for many auditions for Daryl, where mm-hmm. they're like, I don't know, I guess it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a man. And then, you know, Daryl's a Daryl yep. <laughs> when it's cast. And
4: you're like, mm-hmm. well, why did we pretend? Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing that I learned from Casey, because I was working through my own internalized. Misogyny at that point too. I think I probably needed Casey to be the one who was like, "The women in our class are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. look at the work they're doing." And I was like, "Oh, oh," like I don't even know if I was on the my own journey at mm-hmm. what po- you know. So she was really the one, and continues and really like create a whole worldview for me, which was like, women's stories are funnier. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> women, what we're interested in, what we Say what we do is funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've always thought so, but I didn't have anyone mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. I love that. What's your favorite memory of traveling together? Oh, gosh. I mean, I know she's going to have so much to say about that one. But <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing – we had a live sketch show called Road and Put Away Wet, and we were booked – I think I handled, like, all of the admin and travel mm-hmm. portion of it, and we were booked, I think, in Charleston, and we got off the airplane, and we were sitting. These were crazy times, like, <laughs> just heady, <laughs> heady times. Like, nobody had a functioning credit card. Mm-hmm. Phones were being shut off on the daily. It was, like, who has minutes left? And, mm-hmm. and telling people to, like, forward all the calls to Casey's line and – Getting money from her dad, like it was just a time of madness. Mm-hmm. And during that time of madness, we were booked at the Charleston Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. We get out, we're waiting for the like the van to pick us up and the people to pick us up, and we're sitting out there. And I was like, "Hazy," and it was so hard to break to her. I'm like, "I don't know if we're in the right city." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god!
2: <laughs> god. I'm hot, ah. short. Sure. <laughs> And she was like, Where are we now? <laughs> and I was like,
4: I don't know, but I just have the voice that I'm not feeling confident that we're in the right place. And we had to go up to a gentleman, I'll never forget, and simply ask, Where are we? <laughs> where like, where are you? It's a crazy question to ask, but this is before like. You we, could just check on your phone. Yeah, yes. before like you could find out. Like we had to ask someone. Like mm-hmm. where? <laughs> what? What do you call this? <laughs> What's your understanding of where we are right now. Were you in the right place? <laughs> So, we were in the right place Mm -hmm. overall, but we had (laughs) flown to, like, the airport that was much further away, so they had sent, so there was some miscommunication, but I was like, when when we had to really think about, like, what state are we in, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, there were it was a time where details were just like mysterious. It's just a scary feeling. Uh, I love it was that. a wild feeling. I was uh. just like, I'm sober. Mm-hmm. Very sober. <laughs> Don't know where
2: I am. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. When I tore a lot in TSA, it's like, where are you headed? I'm like, oh uh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what does it say on that ticket? And then they're like, "Are you a terrorist?" And I was like, I, "If I was, what a bad terrorist! I don't know what I'm bombing. I you know, have I'm no going. No
4: idea. i any plane. <laughs> I do that. I have that experience with drivers sometimes when they pick me up to go somewhere, oh, yeah. and they're like, so. What airport are you going to? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know. So whichever what you one told? it says, uh, <laughs> says. like a little sheet. Is there an email or yeah. something you can refer to? I can't be expected. And sometimes to they things. don't. And then you're like, well, I
2: guess I'll call the contact. <laughs> yeah. Uh What is your favorite thing about Casey?
4: Oh, um. There's a lot. I mean, Casey and I have known each other since we were 18. We've lived so – we've gone through a lot together, personally, and together – professionally. Um I think the thing that I love the most about her is how big her feelings are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How like she loves so deeply and is so and feels so deeply. And they're on parade. <laughs> you know and mm-hmm uh i've learned so much about that and being okay with that in myself but but i love that about her that that there's that she lives life feeling so much um and expressing so much the good the bad the ugly just all of it um i've found really like liberating to be around do you feel like it's rubbed off on you at all definitely i mean Uh, Not to get too much into our astrology and our signs. I mean, we've done full readings together to to kind of understand it. But she's a Scorpio with a Capricorn rising, and I'm a Capricorn with a Scorpio rising. So an astrologist would say we're literally, like, getting from each other the exact things that we really need Mm -hmm. and our lessons to to wrestle with what's Mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. Um, And I think that's true. I mean, I think – she is really – she was also – one of the things I loved about her early on and why I, I'm so glad she looked at me in that class and decided, mm-hmm. like, I'm coming for you. And yeah. I had no choice <laughs> in the matter. But I'm so glad she did because um, she was ambitious to a level that I couldn't even – I was like, maybe I'll do Three Sisters off-Broadway. <laughs> like, maybe. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm going to be on SNL. I'm going to do this. We're moving to LA. We're going to be creating a show. It's going to go here. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. just like along for that experience. And I was pretty ambitious too, but but almost embarrassed about it. Or it was harder for me mm-hmm. to, to like step into because of like my background. I felt like that wasn't right or that it, I was taking up too much space. Mm-hmm. And so... Tra- to be with someone as a friend and also professionally who was so willing to demand to be seen mm-hmm. was very helpful for me Yeah, and has totally, I mean, changed the course of my life.
2: I love that, I love that too. <laughs> All these answers are so, it's so sweet. Heartwarming yeah. and kind. I really do love talking about other people's yeah. friendship because there's a reason why people yeah. click and bond and yes. are together. Um, what is, Casey's favorite thing about you?
4: Oh, gosh. You know, I think Casey thinks I'm, like, a very hard worker. Mm -hmm. And um, I think she appreciates – I mean, I think there's a lot more that she appreciates. I think one of her her favorite things about me probably is, like, the level of, like, intimacy we can go to and Mm -hmm. the depth of the conversations and the sort of – exploration of feelings that don't scare me yeah mm-hmm. you know like the big feelings that don't scare me that I I hope she feels safe bringing to me mm-hmm. uh, we've also both experienced a lot of grief in our lives mm-hmm. and we really can connect on that um, and you know she lost her mom suddenly I lost my mom suddenly a year and a half later. Then my dad passed away years later. So sh- we've had we've had children at the same time. We've had so much sort of death and birth mm-hmm. professionally too. Yeah, um, that I think I've been able to. We've both been able to. But I think what she would probably say about me is, and what's so special about our relationship is, we've both been able to really, I don't know, really not shy away from that. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Like we're like all there for it all, Mm -hmm. you know, and not not everybody can be. Yeah, not everybody can be. Mm It's very turns out. Very true.
2: What is something that you do that drives Casey crazy?
4: Oh gosh, (laughs) this is a hard one. I feel like I'm gonna get this wrong. (laughs) Um, what do I do that drives her crazy? I mean, I think she thinks – well, I, I know she's disturbed. I don't know if it drives her crazy, but, like, <laughs> I know she's disturbed at the hours I keep that I'm, like, up at 5 a.m. Oh. And, like, she – I think it sort of drives her crazy that I'm, like um, – my work ethic – by the way, hers is insane. Mm-hmm. But I – um. And I don't think this is necessarily true, but I think she she always comments on me being just, like, a machine mm-hmm. of productivity. Okay. now that's not, like, a great answer because I can't think of, like, a tick or something that – I mean, not an actual tick – It kind of sounds
0: like when you're doing a job interview and they're like, what's your worst quality? I was like, like, I'm (laughs) like,
4: I'm really struggling. I'm sure there are a million things. I genuinely don't know what they are. She's been a good friend to not reveal it to me. (laughs) Or maybe you don't annoy her. Yeah, maybe. I doubt that's possible. (laughs) Oh, I know. Of course I know. She thinks I talk too softly. Oh. Yeah, like too quietly? Yes. Because when I can like... I'm saying something. <laughs> yeah. I'll go right here, and she's like, "What are you saying?" Like, yeah. And then she said, that. Like, "I don't want awesome. I love And better. she goes crazy. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, which of you would do better on Survivor?
4: Ooh, that's a tough one. I think I would. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I would. I mm-hmm. think I'm. I have a bit more access to my uh, now listen, Casey would fight physically <laughs> and and has access to her primal self too, but I believe um that I am more i have more endurance in like rugged conditions <laughs> <laughs> Casey's like four seasons are bust <laughs> I
2: love it. what do you hope you guys are both doing in twenty years?
4: Oh, what a great question um. I hope that we are both enjoying grown children and their health and our family's health. Um, and I hope that we're all together and enjoying life. And uh, I really, I, I want our families to be intertwined. I want, to feel like oh we go on vacations together we our kids grow up together like we are um, a part of the same community and unit and I was about to say I hope we're working but I'm like I don't I don't know <laughs> I, I don't know that I want to be doing I don't know mm-hmm. yeah the longer Fair. I'm in this the longer I'm like Wayne get I get out. <laughs> I mean, it's uh-huh. soul sucking. Like, uh-huh. It's a lot. Yeah. Like, I know the retirement age is usually sixty-five, but mm, but maybe I, tomorrow. I, <laughs>
2: maybe I never work like, again starting it's tomorrow. It's
4: <gasps> <awkward. laughs> and I just see, I I don't know. I don't want to be doing these hours. I don't. I don't know. It's long hours, long and days. you're away.
2: Especially if you're like she was in Atlanta for mm-hmm. two months. That's I'm sorry. It was. It was such a. I had just gotten her here. <laughs> Got her to LA from New York, and I said my friend is here forever. And then she was like, "Bye bye." It was so sad. Is back to late night phone calls and being like, "When do you come back?" It made me so sad. Ooh, and then I came up with bonus questions. Okay. Oh, wait, what, did we ask if what does she? No, I skipped that with Casey by uh, accident. Okay, then we'll skip. Uh, I'm not good alone. You're doing great. You're doing great. I'm not good alone. No, you're doing some great job. <laughs> yeah, I added questions and skipped one. Yeah. I'm Things thriving. I was gone for
0: half an hour, and the whole show's the whole different. podcast. <laughs> it's now called this is Hello! A web <laughs> Hello, we like shirts. Um, okay, what is the best friend – Nope.
2: what is the best gift you've gotten, Casey?
4: Okay, so let me just say this. Uh, gift-giving is not one of my love languages. Okay. So, um – that's – I am not a good gift giver. She's an excellent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am, I've i struggled with it. I struggle with it with my husband. We have to talk about it in couples therapy. <laughs> it's not – I didn't grow up getting mm-hmm. – I, I don't – Same. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, and I don't like stuff. Really. Like I just have trouble with mm-hmm. gifts. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm trying to think of what – oh, I remember, and I don't know if she's going to remember this, but when we first moved to L.A., Um, I got her a coffee pot Oh, okay. And I felt like that was setting her up for success here. <laughs> That's a very adult. I think yeah. so. Yeah, very, very adult. Yeah. Like you're gonna wake up in the morning and you're gonna want coffee. And you're yeah. Want coffee and we can do that for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we don't have to be tight. In New York we would we lived in St Mark's in a studio apartment that was converted to a three bedroom. <laughs> it was Oh my so god. I couldn't oh, put a suitcase boy. down in my room. What? Like there was no and Casey had a double bed and you would just walk into the into bed. The bed. Like, Yep. Wow. So, we had a Starbucks right around the block on 2nd Avenue and that's where we got coffee every day. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being a big thing. Like, we live in LA now. Mm-hmm. We do things in our homes. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> you know, her home was like a, t- a terrible apartment on on <laughs> and like and the 101. Just Ooh, like sitting on the yeah. Ho- yeah. It was not great, but mm-hmm. um I think that's what I was trying to impart. Like, we can, we can make a coffee for I ourselves. i mean I gifts.
2: I give people gifts that I want.
4: I, <laughs> I get it. I like cards. I will always take mm, a card. I do like
2: a nice card. Also, my mom loved giving gifts, and I saw how much work that was, and I was like, not for me. It's not uh, for I, don't, me. I don't want that. That's a, that's a lot of work. And then when
4: people go, oh,
2: and you're like, your voice went too high. You're not happy about I this. I know.
4: There's right. a formality to that mm-hmm. moment that I don't love. I feel like it puts a lot of. Pressure on the receiver mm-hmm. to yeah. behave a certain way. I'm yep. like, open this in your own time, <laughs> on your own dime. <laughs> <On> your
2: own. <laughs> What's the best gift that Casey's given you? Oh, gosh.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, um, she just got me a reading with our astrologist, Heidi Rose Robbins, mm-hmm. that I really needed. Yeah. Um, and then she actually just recently got me. I'm also, the domestic realm doesn't come easy to me. It feels like I have to really work at it. And so she framed a picture of me and my kids That's nice. from Halloween. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so happy to have this. How did you do it? No. Like, <laughs> 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 like, what were the steps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It feels so far away to me. I'm like, How do people get all that done? <laughs>
2: yeah. Whenever I go to her house, I'm like, You did all this yourself? It's, it's crazy. She got a lampshade like up in the ceiling. Wow. I was like, How do you do that?
0: I like being but handy. You like it. That's I like great. It, yeah. yeah. I like making a home with my stuff that feels very like me.
4: And I like the experience of being in that home. I mm-hmm. can't mm-mm. I can't like do it though. It's yeah. very hard for me.
2: It's very hard for me, too. Yeah. I had to get a decorator, so I don't know how to do one thing. Oh, there's you, no you other come, option. You come and you do this with your fun hair? Come on. She's very cool. She's like, Nicole, that's going really dope. I love Caitlin. Uh, She's great.
4: That's amazing. That's money well spent.
2: I think so. Absolutely. And it makes me so happy. Okay, we gotta get Casey back in here and go through those questions. Now we got June and Casey here together. We're going to do a speed round because
3: children need to be picked up. <laughs> ah.
2: Lives need to be lived. Yes. Ah. Okay,
4: we asked this how do? This is going to end June? our friendship. I'm <laughs> so
2: scared. We asked, how did you two meet? And you both said, clown class at NYU. Although June
3: talked about how you guys were indifferent. <laughs> oh, my God. I see yeah. already June yeah. slamming me all over. Well, no, I was. I so intimidated. intimidated. It's a good thing. It's like, you're yeah. so great. I'm scared.
2: <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Actually, not kind of. That's what it was. Oh, that yes. is. I'm so yes, sorry. Yes, that I You were on. so wonderful. And June was intimidated by how inclusive and kind oh God, you were so nice. and that and I you corrected. locked in mm-hmm. on her during clown class while she was silently, I guess, trying to clown to make everybody happy. <laughs> yeah. And June was like, I had no choice. I had to be Casey's friend. Yeah, and she's thankful no for that. That's correct. Uh, and then your favorite memory of traveling together. Casey said a bachelorette party in Palm Springs. Second day, June challenged everyone I <laughs> they presented themselves. <laughs> which is my favorite thing because you were in here in a beautiful white suit. Thank you. We won't talk about it. <laughs> so you are just like, everyone step at the What i am wearing? Go on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay,
3: but can I just pipe in here because I the second memory I had was about that trip when I told you when June was trying to rent mm-hmm. different cars. Yes. And- yes. Yeah, the the comedy tour in Charleston. You didn't know if you were in the right city. You remember
4: when we sat <laughs> yes. in the
3: airport and I was like, I'm not
2: clear.
3: I was like, we did <laughs> South Carolina North Carolina. We, like, we <laughs> went to the wrong one. <laughs> this is so fucked
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing about your friend, Casey said? Good boundaries. <laughs> Good boundaries. Very loyal. Well, loyal that. That a moral com- compass. Funny and Compassionate. And June said, Casey, uh, Casey has big feelings, you love deeply, you feel deeply, and you live life with so much feeling and your ambition.
3: Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel the way you retyped mine sounded less enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. When you go yeah. back and listen to the podcast. I'm sure. Thank you.
2: What is your friend's favorite thing about you? <laughs> Casey said, I think she thinks I'm fun, I'm empathetic, same sense of humor, and it's special to be friends for so long. <laughs> June said the intimacy we have and that uh, that Casey that? isn't scared by – wait, what?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, That's, that yeah. Uh, June isn't scared by big feelings. Uh, and you've had so many similar things happen to each other at the same time. Nice. Uh What is something that you do that drives your friend crazy? (laughs) Casey said, I have no grasp Mm -hmm. on technology and messes up dates and times and anything technical. And then June rolls her eyes when she befriends toxic people. (laughs) Oh, and you can't see it, but both of them leaned back and cackled in unison, and it was perfect to watch. And then June said, uh, (laughs) Casey's disturbed by the hours she keeps and her work ethic. She's a machine. Don't like it. And then she talks too softly.
3: Mm -hmm. That's a main one. No one can hear you. (laughs) I hope people at home notice that.
2: (laughs) Who would do better on Survivor? Casey said June (laughs) that she would be dead in four minutes. Actually, dead. Mm -hmm. June said I would. I have more stamina and ruggedness in this condition, which is so funny. Oh my god! And then this—you guys have the same answer for what you're both doing in 20 years. I hope we still. Casey said I hope we still have lovers, (laughs) and we're watching. our kids grow up, <laughs> and our friendship is as meaningful as it is now. June said both enjoying grown children, their family's health, together enjoying life. Our families are intertwined, going on vacations together. The kids grow up, same family and unit. And then I That's ask nice. bonus questions. What is the best friend your, or what is the best present your friend has gotten for you? Casey said astrological <laughs> oh readings God. for an astrological partnership. You have the same, you both mentioned Capricorn. You said that too?
3: Pisces? No, what is it? Capricorn, Capricorn and, and Scorpio.
2: Scorpio. Yeah. Yes, Opposite sign. Wow. And then and June said, uh, the reading with the astrologist, uh, Heidi Rose
3: Robbins. You guys, I i mean, it doesn't seem you need any counseling through the stars, but you, I would love to try yeah. it. But I don't
2: know my rising moon because I have no idea what time I was Heidi born. we
3: will take... Um, well, you do need that. I have no idea. Let's call some hospitals and drill down. Yeah, we can, well, yeah. it doesn't say
2: it on my birth certificate. That's that's strange. My birth certificate just says my name and that like I'm here.
3: <laughs> it mm, really says a, like a three date window. <laughs> yeah, they're like she was here. It felt like she was here the whole time. I don't know. She's not still here. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> omnipresent.
2: Oh, where are you
4: born? Oh. Riverview
2: Middle, Medical Center in Red Bank, New Jersey.
4: Can someone look at that? I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs>
2: yep red okay. bank, New jersey we are uh, just like we no did enough yeah yes. we got <laughs> most
3: of it why do we need to know so exactly <laughs> and,
2: uh, I don't know if anyone would know because uh, I think it was just my parents in the room because my, my but did
3: your mom have like a, any touchstone for a time day night well she did
2: so I can't ask
3: look and, and look Unless
2: I, we, okay, and we I'm do, right there with you we could do we a seance, seance we all
3: have questions
2: and then I could during and the seance what ask?
0: <laughs> ask what time I was She'd born she be like
2: you wasting that time <laughs> yeah
0: that's what you want to ask me <laughs> what time <laughs> you were born getting to numbers and data <laughs> got points <to> <laughs> wait we gotta finish this these kids oh, okay. need to be picked up
4: <laughs>
2: <And> <laughs> what is the best present you've gotten your friend Casey said June was eight months pregnant so she that's threw so a good. breakfast uh, and then let her back home and miss mis- mm-hmm. letter that it would be touching mm-hmm. and tearful but then it was a stripper yeah. just right on a sunday <laughs> afternoon june said gifts are not my love language when we first got to la i got I can't see a coffee pot <laughs> and i think
3: i set her up for success that? here <laughs> i don't but i guess you i owe a lot to that pot that pot means a lot thank you Oh, boy. <laughs> it's strange when someone's like, that's the most meaningful gift and you don't even recall <laughs> it. I knew
4: it wasn't going to... Right. Yeah. Maybe with you were more today, aware But I do think we're seeing the effects of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> I'm post-pot now. Thank you.
4: <laughs> okay. Thank you guys Thank so, you so much. much. So that so was so much
3: fun. Sorry to run.
4: run.
2: No, please. Go pick up your kids. Yeah. And you should
4: have astrologer Heidi Rose Robbins on to do she can work within a window yeah. okay, and okay.
3: She, you might be between two signs and that's
4: and she'll just, discuss that like okay. and when she meets you she will be able to tell also you also sort okay. of into it what feels right give
3: me on the keys can you write down that name yeah okay. Heidi okay. Rose Robbins she'll tell can you a lot, lot about this perfect right. this so will be nice. really fun nice. 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 bye guys nice.
0: If you want to ask us any questions, you can email us or call us. Uh Email us at NicoleAndSashir at Uh gmail.com or call us at Uh Uh (laughs) 424-645-7-double-boobies-00-3. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. 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 (laughs)